Hi, I'm Elder Michael Walker. Thank you for joining us today on our podcast, Yasha, Young and Sharing His Anointing. Today, our reading will be continuing on our five-part series, Crowns of the Believer. Today, we will be discussing the second part, which will be the crown of life. So if you would turn with me to Revelations, the second chapter, and starting at the eighth verse, and we will begin reading. It says, Unto the angel of the church of Smyrna, write these things, saith the first and the last, which was dead and is alive. I know thy works, and tribulation, and poverty, but thou art rich, and I know the blaspheming of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogues of Satan. Fear none of these things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thy faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. So in our second part series, we're going to be dealing with the crown of life. One of these, um, and the other thing that the crown of life is also known as, is the martyr's crown. And not to particularly say that you got to be more martyred in order to receive this crown, because there's some other things that goes along with it. But that's um, typically what it's known as, the crown of life. We can look back in a particular verse when it talked about Stephen in the beginning of the New Testament when he was stoned to death and that he was one of the first martyrs um, in the Christian Reformation when they first started out. So it's not particularly focused on the crown as far as uh, being martyred. It's other things that go in with it. So our first um, scripture there, you can see Jesus was talking to the church of Smyrna and what he was telling them that even though you were poor in the natural, you were yet still rich in the spirit. And that's the most important thing. And that's the thing that we're dealing about here with the crowns of the believer. It ain't always about our natural appearance. It ain't always about what we have here and we've stored here, here on earth, but it's about our heavenly treasures, the things that we have done for Christ that's going to last because everything else is going to pass away. And so the crown of life is dealing with that. Jesus himself said that he will give us this crown to those that undergo severe testing, tribulation, and physical death on his behalf. So a particular thing to remember about receiving the crown of life is that it's not necessarily given to you just because you die you know, by upholding um, Christ's word, it's the suffering that you can go through too. So if you're persecuted and persecution is not just not um, having somebody talk about you or say bad things about you, because I, I, I realize that us here in America, we have suffered no persecution for Christ's sake. And some of the things that the um, third world countries go through and some of the countries that's overseas, um, experience is a lot harsher than us. Even when you go back into the Bible and you look at some of the things that were done to the disciples as they were um, preaching the gospel for Christ's sake, 
Some of them was killed. Some was beheaded. Some was whipped. And some was placed in hot boiling oil and fed to lions. When you go back and you look over those things, now that's some tribulation. That's some persecution. That's some martyr, martyrdom that people are, are losing their life for Christ's sake. So we definitely have to think about that thing. And he said, I know thy works and tribulation in um, the ninth verse here. And he was talking about, I know the things that you guys have went through. And he was forewarning them. So more things was going to come. And that's the one thing that we have to realize in James, the first chapter in the 12th verse, it says, blessed is the man that endured temptation for he is tried and shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. So Jesus Christ himself promised us that we were going to receive the crown. So tribulation and testing and tried. One of the things we got to do, we got to uphold our Christian walk. We got to uphold what we believe in. Whenever the pain come, whenever the suffering come, when the challenges and the things that we go through come and face us, we can't just give in. We can't um, just give in to the crowd. We can't give in to our friends and our family members when they're going opposite of what the word of God tells us to go through. So that's one of the enduring. It says endure temptation, meaning to endure the tempting that the enemy does for us. Endure the temptation, endure the things that um, our body is telling us that we need in order to survive in certain situation because our pride don't want to be hurt, because we don't want to be rejected, because we don't want to be left out of the in crowd, because we want to make sure that everybody like us and that we're politically correct, that we're correct for the world. But this is not a about this world. This is about the world to come. We're talking about receiving the crown of life. In order to receive that life, you got to go through some things. And in that, in a second verse in um, 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, in the 13th verse, it says, know ye not that temptation is common unto man, meaning that everybody is going to be tempted. No matter who you are, no matter how high you are, whether you be a bishop or you just be a person that's um, sitting in the pews in the church, you're going to be tempted. But that verse tells us that God who is faithful shall with the temptation as we go through. This is so that we can receive that crown of life. So as you go through the temptation, we're not doing it within ourselves. See, that's the thing. When Jesus said, I must go away, he said, it's expedient that I go away, that the Holy Spirit may come. See, we couldn't do this within ourselves. So we need some help. I can't keep myself no matter how hard I try. You can't keep yourself because temptation is common unto man. We've been living in this fleshly body for so long. We're so used to succumbing to the things that the flesh desire of us to do, then we give in to it. But if we have the Holy Spirit and the question that the word of God asks us that have you received since you believe, have you received the Holy Spirit? Have you been filled with the Holy Spirit? Have you do you have it? Do you do you need a refilling? Because sometimes we can get empty as the week goes along. So we need a refilling of the Holy Spirit because our bodies get weak after we've been battling all week long and going through the trials and tribulation and fighting off the enemy in this spiritual warfare. For the word lets us know that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal 
stronghold, but mighty through God to the pulling down a stronghold. So we're constantly fighting, whether we realize it or not. We're fighting a spiritual battle. We're fighting spiritual uh, wickedness in high places. We're battling things that we don't even see in our spirit being. Constantly we under warfare. So in order to overcome all that, in order to receive this crown of life, then we need some help. And God didn't leave us on an island all by ourselves. He sent us some help. And that help is through the Holy Spirit. Not only the Holy Spirit, but God said, I have left you my word also, that it may encourage you in your heart. So not only do we have the Holy Spirit, we have the word of God. Not only do we have the word of God, but we have our brothers and our sisters in Christ. We have a place where we can go and fellowship together to encourage one another. So we have all the tools we need to, to overcome the situation and the circumstances that the enemy wants us to fall prey to. So we have to realize and use the tools and the things that God have given us in order to achieve the things that we must achieve in this Christian walk. So tribulations and trials and tests are going to come. And it says to try them. In, in James, it said that to that endure for when he is tried. So that means that you got to be tried. And it's sometimes going to be tried by the fire. It's sometimes going to be tried by challenges. Then he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. So God is letting us know. Jesus Christ himself said, I promise you in Revelation, he said that I will give you the crown of life. So we know that this promise that God had made to us, God is not a man that he should lie, nor is he the son of man that he should repent. So whatever God said, it is so. And we shall believe it and I shall stand upon it that it shall happen. In Romans, the eighth chapter in the 18th verse, he says, for I reckon that the suffering of this present times are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed unto us. So, hey, you're worrying about the things that you go through down here in life. You're worrying about whether this person like you or that person like you, or do you have a bank account that's got six zeros behind it, or whether you have a fancy house to live in, or whether you have the nicest car in the neighborhood. Those things are not worthy to be compared to the glory that you sh that shall be revealed build unto us. So why are we worrying about material things? Why are we worrying about what a person might think or might not think about us? Why are we trying to change our whole nature of who we are in Christ to, to satisfy a person or to satisfy a group of people? We should be what that God have called us to be because we're more than conquerors through Christ that love us. So we have to realize who we are. Now reckon it's not just a country slang word that I have thought up because I am a country person reckon is established by um counting or calculating believing thinking considered i figured it out he said i reckon mm, that the suffering the suffering that we go through in our body that the suffering that we go through in our in our spiritual man is not worthy to be compared to the things that shall be revealed unto us i'm looking to get that crown of life because i am going to endure until the end i'm holding out regardless of what the doctors say regardless of what my body say regardless of what my friends say regardless of anything that happened around me i got to keep my eyes focused on the prize and the prize is Christ Jesus and him crucified. So we all have a cross to bear and you can't get no crown unless you bear this cro cross. So we got to carry our own cross. So we have to realize that it's not just about us, that we are going to go through some things down here on earth. So don't fret. 
because of evildoers. Don't give in to temptation because your friend gave in or your family member may have gave in or they don't like the lifestyle that you're living because it's contradicting. One thing about light and darkness Darkness don't want to have anything to do with the light because the light dispels darkness. It shows up the blemishes. It shows up the wrongdoing. So sometimes they might invite, might not invite you to the party. They might Im not invite you to this thing or that thing. Don't be offended. Just know that some of the, the trials and tribulation and the disappointments and the rejections you're going to have to go through in order that you might achieve the things that God wants for you to achieve. You know, we have to realize that that's what we have to go through. So you count the cost. Reckon. Count it up. Is it worthy? Do you want to receive that? Would you rather have what you want to have down here and miss out when you get to heaven? Jesus Christ says he has a crown of life for you and he's holding it. It is not every man who suffers that is blessed, but he who is patient and consistent goes through all difficulties in the way of duty. Affliction cannot be make us miserable. What I'm saying is affliction can't make us miserable. Our own affliction. If it be not of our own fault. So it won't be miserable if it's not of our fault. When we suffer for Christ, it's not going to be miserable when we have to go through. So you have to realize if the tried Christian shall be a crowned one. The crown of life is promised to all who have the love of Christ reigning in their hearts. Every soul that truly loves God shall have its trial in this world full of recompense. It is that world above where love is made perfect. The command of God and the dealings of his Ascribe to God the providence, try man's heart, and show the disposition which prevails in them. So we can't even worry about that. We just got to hold true to what God has placed in our hearts and know that we can't give in to sin in order to receive the crown of life. And we know that God has a crown of life waiting for us. I thank God for this word today. I thank God for his crown of life. I thank God for the things that he's doing in our lives. And we know that um, we have, um, we're going to be blessed if we continue to hold on to what God has given us. The crown of life is not just for you. You got to think about it. The crown of life might go to those uh, police officers that's losing their lives to save others. If you are a Christian and you die in the line of duty, then you're going to receive the crown of life. If you are a soldier in the army and you die in, in, in the midst of battle, then you shall receive the crown of life. It's just not given to those that's, that's doing the religious things. But you imagine that God said, whatsoever you have done unto, unto one of my least ones, you have done it unto me. So if we're protecting or saving somebody else's life um, in the midst of trouble and we are Christian, then we shall receive the crown of life if we lose our life. Uh, I'm not worried about this old life. I'm worried about the life with Christ because after all this is gone, then we shall receive uh, that eternal life. So what would be you would rather receive this life down here that is a short time or you want to receive an eternity in Christ Jesus? So the crown is life is what we're seeking for. So I just thank God and I thank God for the um uh, wrap today and I thank God for everything that we have went through and we're going to go ahead and say a prayer and I just want you to join us next week 
for the sec the third part of this session and we'll be going into our next crown so let's get a prayer in right now father god in the name of jesus lord we just praise and magnify your holy name God, we thank you for who you are, God. We thank you, God, that you have set a race before us, God, and we must run with patience, God, that we must keep our eyes on the prize, God, and we must not let temptation come in and pull us off of our course, God. As we continue to submit ourselves to you, God, we know that you will give us the desires of our heart as long as we um, walk upright before you, God, and do the things that you God, we know that this is the day that you have made, God, and our words, your word said that we should rejoice and be glad in it, God. So we give you the praise and we give you the glory, God. I thank you for each and every one under the sound of my voice, God. Ask the, that you continually, God, uh, strengthen them in their heart, God. Strengthen them in their spirit, God, that they'll be all that you have called them to be in this last and evil days. And we'll continue to give you the praise and the glory. As always, thank you for joining us on our Yasha, Young and Sharing His Anointing. I am Elder Michael Walker. Until the next time, have a blessed day.